Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you ever feel like you can't trust the people you live with, but you just don't know why? I lived with my mom and my older sister, Jenny. I was 14 years old and I had never met my dad. My mom always told me that he died in a freak accident when I was a baby. Whenever I asked her to explain, she told me that the details were too horrific to describe. Although we lived in a single parent household, we had a lot of money. Our home was huge and I was allowed to buy anything I wanted. I didn't have an allowance, really. I could just go to my mom's purse and take whatever I wanted, including her credit cards. I had no idea where our wealth came from and I never questioned it. My mom didn't work and she spent most of her days bossing the servants around and lounging by the pool. Before I continue the weird story of my life, please don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You don't want to miss out on any amazing content. Anyway, where was I? I grew up spoiled, but I wasn't condescending like the rich kids you may have seen in the movies. I had ordinary friends who weren't as rich as I was, and I'd give them whatever they asked for. Everything was fine and life was a breeze until that afternoon I returned home from school early one day. I saw a plump, red haired woman dressed in a tight purple dress standing at my front door. She smelled like alcohol, and as I came closer, I noticed that her eyeshadow was smudged all over her face. I wanted to laugh. <laughs> oh, thank God you're here, dear. I've been waiting all afternoon to see you. Your rotten mother won't open the door. She told the servants to ask me to go away, she said. Who are you? I asked, baffled. Oh, Leah, darling, I'm your Aunt Brenda, your father's sister. Your mother doesn't like me. That's why we never met. But I'm tired of her stupid rules. She's an awful, awful woman, she said while hiccuping. She was clearly drunk. Could you please not speak so rudely about my mother? I said angrily. At that moment, I saw my mother's face appear by the front window. Leah, get inside this instant. Brenda, get off my property or I will call the police, she screamed. Here, take this. Keep it safe, my drunk aunt said while slipping a post-it note into my hand. I put it in my pocket while my mom continued her noise. Leah, I said get inside, my mom screamed. I opened the door and locked it quickly behind me. Mom, I didn't know I had an aunt. How come you never told me about her before, I asked. She is crazy and she's not important. Your father's family never liked me. I hate all of them. Stop asking so many questions. Go to your room, my mom shouted. I'd never seen her that angry before, so I ran to my room and stayed there until it was dark. 
After dinner, I remembered the note from my aunt. I dug it into my pocket and took it out. Only a number was written on it, and for a while I was confused. Hmm, maybe it's a telephone number, I thought. I got my phone and dialed it right away. Hello? A male voice said on the other end. Hi, my aunt gave me this number. Who are you? I asked. Oh my god, is this Leah? He asked. Yes, how do you know who I am? I replied. It's me, Leah. Dad, I'm your father, he said. Is this some kind of joke? My father is dead, I said. Is that what your mother told you? Anyway, I don't know why I'm surprised. What I'm about to say to you is very important and I need you to take me very seriously. It's for your own safety. I begged your Aunt Brenda to pass on the message, but I guess she was too drunk. Your life is in danger. Your mother isn't who you think she is. She is a very dangerous criminal. We were married for a few years, and when I found out who she really was, you were only a baby. I had to leave because she knew that I had found out the truth. I found out that she hired hitmen to kill me, so I had to go into hiding. I'm sorry I have not been in your life, but it's not my fault and I promise that it will all change someday. I know you may not believe me, and that's why I've put all the proof in a safety deposit box. I don't know how, but you need to save yourself from her," he said frantically. He told me he left the key to the safety deposit box in a little hardware store owned by his friend in town. He said that his friend would also give me directions to the private bank where the deposit box was located. After we hung up, I was bewildered. I wanted to believe that it was all a joke, but the next day, I went to look for the key anyway. The store wasn't hard to find. I met the owner and he quickly recognized me. Good luck. Here are the directions to the bank. He said as he placed the key and a piece of paper in my hands. I hopped into a taxi right away and gave the driver the directions I just got. I was there in about 30 minutes. I walked in, showed them my key, and they led me to the box. When I opened it, there was a pile of documents all arranged in neat folders. I carefully picked them up and placed them in my backpack. I got home in a flash and ran up to my room to read them. My mom was lounging in the pool as usual, and I'm not sure where my sister was. I locked my door and began reading. Two hours later, I felt like my life had spiraled completely out of control. There was evidence that my mother had been involved in money laundering, selling and trafficking drugs, and worst of all, murder. There were several newspaper clippings which reported a story about six men who were set on fire and killed in a drug deal gone wrong. It mentioned that my mother was the prime suspect. That was not even the worst crime. Some are too gruesome for me to even mention on this channel. I wondered why my mother wasn't in prison and came to the conclusion that the network of criminals was so great that even the police were afraid to do anything to them. I felt dizzy and sick to my stomach. First, I find out my father is alive and now my mom is a dangerous criminal, I thought. Suddenly all our riches made sense. I had to pretend like I knew nothing, so I went downstairs and had a normal conversation with my mother. It was the beginning of summer and we were planning a trip to the Caribbean on our yacht. She was excited about the details and told me about all the plans she had for each island we'd be stopping on. After a week, we were all packed and breathing the fresh scent of the ocean. My bedroom on the yacht was my favorite. I liked it even more than the one in the house. It was spacious and cozy. It had huge windows and I could see the sea as we sailed. I sighed as I realized this would be my last trip with my family. I had made an escape plan which I'd need to execute as soon as possible. The first few days were amazing. Or at least I pretended like they were. Soon I would put my plan into effect. I had already bought hair dye and a few other things to change the way I looked. Of course, I also took a few thousand dollars from my mom's safe at home. I had stuffed these things in my backpack before we left the house. When we reached the Grenadines, I decided that I had to act quickly. I waited until everyone was asleep one night, then I packed up my backpack, tied it in a garbage bag so it wouldn't get wet, 
then quietly jumped into the sea. I swam until I reached the shore. When I did, I changed my clothes and left the wet ones on the shore. I walked until I found a safe spot to rest for the night. In the morning, I asked for directions to a ferry terminal. I took a ferry to the mainland, St. Vincent, then took a plane to Barbados. It was a very short flight and for a moment, I felt free. When I reached Barbados, I looked around at all the faces and felt scared and lost. This was it. I was really alone now. I went to the bathroom and put on a blonde wig. I also wore a huge pair of glasses. I did everything I could to not look like myself. Now what? I thought. I walked up to a random couple. Can you please help me? My parents just left me here and I have nowhere to go. I lied while trying to look as sad as I could. Oh no, poor child. Come with us the man said. They took me to their car and drove me to a home for children who had been abused or abandoned. I'm sorry we couldn't take you home with us. We think you will be safer here, he said while his wife smiled sadly at me. He spoke to a tall woman who seemed to be in charge of the place. She motioned to me to come over. I know it all seems weird, but in a few days, I went from enjoying my life on a yacht as a typical rich kid to sharing a room with 10 other kids in an orphanage. I lived there for about two weeks. It wasn't as horrible as you might imagine an orphanage to be. The other kids were nice to me, especially because I looked different. Because it was summer, I didn't have to get enrolled in a school or anything, so most of my days consisted of doing chores and playing games. One day, the tall woman, who later introduced herself as Miss Jameson, called me into her office. There was a man and a woman sitting inside. Harriet, she said. I had told them my name was Harriet because I obviously couldn't use my real name. We have some good news for you. There is a couple who would like to adopt you, she continued. That's wonderful, I replied, not knowing what else to say. We are Mr. and Mrs. Beaton. We are farmers and we live in a lovely little house by the sea. We would love to adopt you. We've been trying to have children for years, but we've had no luck, Mr. Beaton said. So I became the adopted daughter of two farmers who seemed so happy to have me as their daughter. I learned how to take care of the animals on the farm. Every day I had to milk the cows and check on the chickens to see if they had laid eggs. Once I had finished all my work, I was allowed to chill out on the beach for the rest of the day. What a simple life! I was in the middle of tying the goats one afternoon when a little girl in a green frilly dress approached me. Are you Harriet? She asked. Yes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, and who are you? I asked. I'm not telling you. Look she said as she handed me a piece of paper. I took it and she sped off. I looked and saw another telephone number. Oh, not again, I thought as I rushed back to the house. I dialed the number. Leah! It was my dad. What's going on? How do you know where I am? I asked. Listen carefully. I'm very proud of you for making it this far, but the people who adopted you aren't safe. They knew who you were all along. Why do you think your mama hasn't made your disappearance public? You've practically disappeared and not even the police know. Mr. and Mrs. Beaton are part of the same criminal network as your mother, and you need to get away from them, he said. But Dad, why do you keep sending notes instead of coming for me yourself? Why don't you come to take me somewhere safe? I asked, but it was too late. He had already hung up. I ran away from that house the same night, and I'm still on the run. Sometimes I think I should go back to my mom and hope she will forgive me. Nothing is the same, and I don't enjoy this type of life. 
What would you do if you were me?